USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Guys Night again. Again. We should probably rename the show Weeby Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is Derek, Brett, and myself, Mike. How's everyone doing? Hello, hello. Everyone good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hi, guys. It's Jules. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, Jules, you're sounding a bit rough there. <laughs> Just like on some helium? I can't get any sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably more like it. <laughs> poor, poor Jules. Child, poor. child drama. <laughs> that's why I have cats. Yep. <laughs> well, how about this? Because we had Meredith on last week, which was awesome, and yeah. I, I didn't realize just how quiet I was during that show, because <laughs> I was just taking it all in. Um, we we totally missed Toy Fair coverage. There was some good yeah. stuff that came out of Toy Fair, like uh, Hasbro uh, un- had unveiled the Transformer Generations Titan Try was it Triipticon? Oh, Tripticon. Yeah, Tripticon. Okay. Trying to say that fast sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> looking at it, going uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Tripticon. So back in 2015, Hasbro gave the fans the option to vote for their favorite character to become the next generation's Titans Return Titan class toy. Okay, whatever. Um, coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know what all that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, coming in the fall, uh, or the ballots were counted, the vans, vo- the, the fans, not the vans, the fans, well, the fans did too if they're Autobots, uh, hey, voted, <laughs> voted on Tripticon. So coming this fall, Tripticon figure, uh, the Tripticon figure is the largest figure in the 2017's Titan Returns universe and is also the biggest Decepticon figure ever made. It converts yeah. between three different modes, Dino, Spaceship, and City. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to do this. So you, Brett and Derek can see it. I will figure out some way of getting these pictures up on uh, on the Facebook page as well. And maybe I'll... I, I got to put together a piece for um, Toy Fair. But how, there, there's the pictures. Dino mode, city mode. And spaceship mode. That is sweet. Yeah. That thing is huge. Uh, I'm on it. Derek's going to be mortgaging his house to get it. Well, it's only 150 That would be more than That's that. That's not bad at all. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How about them apples for yeah. all you Transformer fans? And when's that coming That's out? Right. Does it say? Uh, fall of 2017. Okay. So, that, I mean... That was one of the big things Hasbro was pushing in press releases. Obviously, Star Wars is going to be all over the place with their stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be insane. 
Hasbro's doing some great stuff. Um, yeah. I I am trying to work on getting some Hasbro designers on the show. Oh, cool! That'd be cool. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be major. That would be some major awesome right there. Oh man. So, also try and get them over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks to talk about the Marvel stuff. Excellent. So. I would have so many questions for them. <laughs> well. So many here, questions. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so where do we go now? Oh, so why don't we go ahead and hit some movie news about what may or may not be coming. Well, most likely not. <laughs> we'll see. Isn't that the case? Yeah. So, uh, everyone recall uh, Tron 2 that came out a few years ago? Did you guys see that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, not, I don't know. I had mixed feelings about it. I, I will not- say Tron 2 did kind of lead the way with making Jeff Bridges younger, CGI-wise, into bringing Tarkin into Rogue One. Yes, that's true, yeah. And, yeah, even though it, in Tron it wasn't, it was a little, yeah, not great. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so, according to uh, an article in MovieWeb, uh, tr- the a Tron, a third Tron three is not an impossibility. Oh, so, really? Oh, yes. So it says here, Collider recently held a screening of Tron Legacy. That's the sequel there. Mm-hmm. In Los Los Angeles, and afterward, Joseph Kaczynski uh, did a little Q and A session. Who is the director? And so it says during the course of the event, he revealed that Tron Three is in cryogenic freeze. <laughs> That's cute, but could <laughs> <laughs> but could still get made. The problem is that Disney simply has too many viable franchises right now. Here's what he had to say about it. I guess I can say that Tron Three is in cryogenic freeze. Uh, I think we just said that. Yeah. So it's it's there. It's not dead. It's alive, but it's sitting there waiting for the right time to move forward. I mean, you have to remember that when we made Tron Legacy, Disney did not own Marvel or Lucasfilm. They own everything now, except DC. But this was before they owned everything. Give it time. So from yeah, I know. <laughs> so from the studio point of view, they have a certain number of slots and a certain amount of money to make movies. And if you can make a Star Wars spinoff or another Marvel movie, which which are all doing incredibly well, incredibly well. A Tron movie, even though I think it would do very well. The question is, would it do as well as one of those? That is more the reason we haven't seen another Tron, and that Disney stock is flushed with really successful properties right now. But that doesn't mean we won't see one at one point. Well, Shanghai introduced a Shanghai Disneyland introduced a new Tron roller coaster that looks great, and then there's oh, really? there's rumors that there may be the similar coaster based around Tron coming to Epcot. Oh, is that the one? I think I've seen pictures or video of that. Is that the one with like the the um, light cycles? Yeah, yeah, that looks awesome. So I guess the third movie was going to be called Tron Ascension. Really? Yeah. And he says, the director says they got the script to about 80% done. Wow. So. Interesting. Now it's all up, it's all up to Disney, basically, if they ever want to do it. <laughs> ah, a text. If you might want to read that, it might be pulled. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Brett, you got a text. It might be important. Yes. According to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be good news if, if Disney ever decides to do the Tron movie. Yeah. They do have a ton of other stuff that actually yeah, makes money, though. <laughs> yeah, a ton of other stuff, but yeah, but if if they're gonna if they're gonna be pushing the the IP into the parks, then go yeah, ahead exactly. and, and go ahead and introduce a new movie. Yeah, if not, bring back the cartoon. Oh yeah, that thing. What was that? Uprising, Tron Uprising. I believe so. That was the, fabulous. Uh, yeah. That mm-hmm. was a fabulous show. I never actually saw it. Uh, it it might be available on uh on the D- Watch Disney XD app. I'm not sure. Huh. I'm not exactly positive. So bad but. news for Tron, Tron fans. Well, yes and no, because yeah. it's not it's not completely out of the question. It is there. It's, it's like a Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I we, think I think you the go Tron out. fans. Go ahead. This is Disney going, or the fans going to Disney. Will you go out with me? Disney going, no. So you're saying there might be a chance. The odds are good, huh? We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure the uh, Star Wars can't last last forever, I guess. Uh, Uh, The people behind it, they want it to. Yeah. I don't wonder if they're going to do a new trilogy after eight or what they're going to end up doing. No, um, or nine, nine. I mean, I thought rumor had it the the episodics ended after nine, and then everything else is going to be standalones. And if a if a a, a sequel or a trilogy happens out of one of those, then great. If not, great. Hmm. So that that's what the whole scenario there is. Mm, gotcha. Or at least that's why I keep hearing. But that could be a good question to bring up at Celebration. Mm-hmm. There you go. Since I won't I'll be there. Oh, wait. I will be. Nice. Nice. Well, hey. speaking of uh, Disney. Uh-huh. Uh, casting for Marvel's upcoming series uh, based around the Inhumans uh, is gearing up. Uh, they've just announced um, Anson Mount from Hell on Wheels from AMC has been like chosen him. to play uh, Black Bolt. I like, he's really? good. I like him. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good choice. Although, it's funny, because playing Black Bolt, you don't really have a lot of lines. No. And when that, you do, some stuff's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like Jason Momoa being cast into uh, his character on Game of Thrones. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, that's a bit of a challenge for an actor, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of facial expressions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of kind of it's kind of how they portray it in the the uh, comics. Yeah. And speaking of Black Bolt, they've also have cast Medusa. She'll be played by Serinda Swan, who portrayed Zatanna on the last couple of seasons of Smallville, and she's also had roles in Supernatural and Chicago Fire. Okay. She looks like she could be good. She kind of reminds me of Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas in the picture. On the- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember her from Zatanna. She could be good in the role. It must have been after I dropped off of the uh, small boat. I don't remember. It was like either 8, 9, or 10. I don't remember. They did uh, pose a good question in that article about how, uh, how what it would be like for the hair, Medusa's hair, right. and how that's going to come off. She's gonna wear a green screen, a green screen with a uh, head cap, and they'll probably all, they'll probably all be CG'd. Well, I'm sure. 
the Except question is how good will it be? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Marvel. Yeah, but it's also yeah. a TV budget, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if they want to keep up with, um, whatchamacallit, the CW shows, they're going to have to put some money into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't know how, speaking of uh, the CW shows, I don't know how The Flash keeps doing <laughs> What they're what they're doing with uh with the way they portrayed Grodd and the all the all those apes? Oh yeah, that was just amazing yeah. when you compare it to like uh, the Legends of Tomorrow and their their CG is just horrible and <laughs> Supergirl's got some pretty spotty uh, stuff on it too. But I don't know how the Flash they 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 do an amazing job over they've got working yeah, on there. Yeah, because that's an easy thing to do portraying hundreds well, of apes and maybe they have more money than. Uh... Legend well, Supergirl does right. True. Well the, well, the hundreds of apes is easy to do because you just create your one or you create your and your five it. in your different poses and you just copy and paste and layer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the close up of yeah. them fighting was was looked great. Oh yeah, yeah. That was awesome. between, between Grodd and Solvar. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorinda Swan. Here, here's her filmography. She was in the. Um, these are the more notable movies that she was in. The Breakup Artist. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. She was in Tron Legacy. Um, really? Huh. Yeah. As Siren Number 2. Okay. Uh, TV-wise, she was in Smallville uh, in 2009-2010. She was in Supernatural. She had a role in Hawaii Five-0. Uh, she was in Breakout Kings from 2011-2012. She was in Graceland for two years. Wow. Um, she was in The Tomorrow People, uh, of course, Chicago Fire, and, and now Inhumans. Hmm. She's been around a little. Yeah, just a little. That's good. But no, I, 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 I can see her as Medusa. I, I know this is going to come out totally wrong, but I'm, I'm digging, <laughs> and, and you know where it's going to go. I, I'm digging the fact that Hollywood, be it big screen or small screen, are casting female heroes that do not come across with the same type of look as as their comic counterparts, and that they're they're they seem more natural. They're not. Overly uh, busted. You mean the uh, yeah the unrealistic proportion, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> sure, yeah, sure, sure. They're, they're more realistic. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure I, how I feel about this show. I'm, I've never been a really huge fan of the Inhumans. I like yeah. comics that they're in, but I wouldn't pick up like a yeah comic starring them. I'm not really yeah I'm not really a big huge fan of theirs either. So, so it'd be yeah. interesting to uh, catch all these first few episodes, see what it looks like. Yeah, well, check it out. But you know, I mean, I can say the same thing about Doctor Strange. I'm not. You bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the book. I, I've never been a big oh, fan of the gosh. character, but the but the movie I absolutely loved. Does this mean I'm going to go back and read the book? Well, I'll read the ones that I've gotten for free off Comicology or from Marvel with their different freebie promotions. But I'm not going to go. Oh, you're missing out, man. I'm not going. I'm not going to go to the. Yeah, the, the current series is awesome. Yeah, I just can't do it. I love Doctor Strange. He has an axe, man. He has an axe. Yeah, man, he's got an axe. 
<laughs> now, would that, would that be an actual axe or a guitar axe? Oh, it's an actual axe. Oh, yeah, okay. well, never mind then. I just read he was actually in the uh, new um, episode of uh, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl. Or the, the new episode? I don't know. There's the other issue. That's the shoe. Oh, that's cool. So, well, since we talked some Marvel, how about some DC? If there's any to be had. Uh, well, there's not a whole lot, but we got some. So, in regards to the forthcoming Justice League movie, which we haven't we haven't uh, come up with a title for that yet, have we? Which one is yeah. it? The Justice League. You know, uh, we had we had uh, the flop of justice and the flush and. <laughs> well, the, well, the flush is still coming, right? Yes. Oh, there we don't know. <laughs> they, they say it's coming, but with the way they're going through uh, records and everything else, I don't know when it's going to come out. I know, right? Well, what, what is it? Um, Fox just announced last week that they're potentially bringing back, um, they're, they're potentially doing a fantastic flop sequel. Oh, no. Oh, Why? I know, right? Why, uh, we say. Uh, but anyway, back to the Justice League. Yes. So uh, Henry Cavill, who is plays Superman and is making a return as Superman in Justice League. Spoiler. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, he's been posting some interesting pictures on his Instagram account, apparently. Uh, there's a picture of him uh, with a near a window, and you can see the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan behind him. Looks like it might be a statue or something. Uh, and he keeps talking about uh, Cal looking for Hal, Hal Green Lantern. He's made a series on Instagram called Cal Looking for Hal. And he's also included hashtags Green Lantern and Cal. Now, okay, I, actually, I see what he's done. He's standing outside of a shop. Yeah. With, and this with, is bad reflection in the window. I was, yeah. I was about to say, this effect is called Piper's Ghost, but he's indoor, <laughs> but he's outdoors, not indoors. He's outdoors, yeah. Because you can see his, his back. Maybe he's doing a flat Stanley with uh, the figure, the cutout of uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taking him to different places and taking pictures. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't look like a cutout. It looks like a... a it looks, it looks like a, a Marquette. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a, a Marquette. Yeah. yeah. So it says, uh, then it goes on to say that there will be a Green Lantern Corps member in Justice League making an appearance, but the character won't be Hal. It'll be Abin Sir, which is interesting. Why? Which, as we know, well, as Green Lantern fans will know, is the alien that crashed on Earth and passed his ring on to Hal Jordan. This just tells you what, that they have no idea what they're doing in that thing. I know. They're going to use a Green Lantern that nobody outside of a Green Lantern fan would know. I know. It says it's possible that, that he could be appearing in the movie to warn the League about the arrival of Steppenwolf. Which I'm still... I'm still not 100% crazy about them picking Steppenwolf as their... As the villain for the first Justice League movie, I thought it was going to be Darkseid. I thought it was going to be not- too. Uh-uh. No, it's Steppenwolf. Oh, lame. Although yeah. the ru- the rumors are that that might lead to an appearance by Darkseid for possibly the next movie, but hmm. but yeah, so weird. So far, that's all we know. But it seems odd to me that they wouldn't put like an actual 
Green Lantern in the movie, in Justice League, whether it be Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart. Right. Or Guy Gardner. That would be fun. Yeah, lanterns that people actually know. Yeah. Or even Kyle Rayner. Yeah. I think we might have the name now for Justice League. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It's the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) (laughs) DC presents the Mickey Mouse Club. It's the Just Us League. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. I... Of course not. It's not going to be what I'm looking for. It I thought I, I thought I had some Steppenwolf, but oh. no. <laughs> but I, I still don't understand why DC's bringing in a, a 60s rock band into the Just Us, <laughs> Just Us Fleas. Because <laughs> they want to they want to attract all the uh, all the young people in. It's the magic <laughs> carpet ride. <laughs> <laughs> We're still relevant, see? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be a big resurgence of uh, sales on their CDs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, What's we, this we, new band, Steppenwolf? <laughs> <laughs> they sound yeah. retro. I love it. They're, yeah. They're, they're going to they're gonna be in Just Us League. Or Just Us Fleas. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I was listening to morning, one of the morning talk shows. They were talking about how... Um, one of the guys who's a DJ introduced one of the other hosts of the show to, they introduced this band to the, to his daughter or introduced this band's music to, to the one host's daughter because she was asking for new, uh, music ideas. And the host goes, yeah, I was listening to it. I was like, man, this is a great album. You know, when did it come out? You now I gotta go get it. You know, that's pretty cool. It must be doing well on the charts. He goes, yeah, five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, um, speaking of five years, I think this... I'm trying to remember when this stuff came out. When Star Wars came out on DVD, one of the times they released it as a special edition. Or it was a two-disc special edition. Disc one was the special edition and all the bonus features. Disc two was the original theatrical uncuts. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You guys own those copies? No. Apparently, I'm the only one. <laughs> uh, hence, my downfall of being a Lucasfilm fan and trying to own any variation of Star Wars that has the Lucasfilm official logo on it. <laughs> exactly. So, well, it's this has been going on for years once the Blu-rays came out. And apparently last week, Star Wars fans were thrilled to hear that Disney and Lucasfilm may finally be releasing the unaltered theatrical cuts on the of the original trilogy on Blu-ray later this year. Oh, wouldn't that be exciting? Mm-hmm. Would it be pointless to throw the original uncuts on Blu-ray in the original 2.0 sound setup? Yeah. Because they were never, they were never um, in and surround originally. They were 2.0. Basically, left and right. <laughs> they were releasing in uh, VHS. Subs. I mean, there there were subs, obviously, for the low end, but I mean, it was a it was a bridge system. It'd be like going to a rock concert. You know, there would be crossovers and I mean, an older okay, a rock concert at a bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, um, of course, this has been something that the hardcore fans have been wanting. Um, and we, 
Yeah, and this is something we've been, like I said, over the years we've been hearing over and over and over again. Oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Well, if you were getting your hopes up on the thing from last week, the stories from last week, uh, be disappointed. Because it's not actually happening. At least not this year. Disney said, not so fast. Yep. <laughs> oh, we tease you. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> the, most, the most recent rumors came courtesy of the fan site, Making Star Wars. Can we see where this one's going? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the story's coming from movieweb.com. Um, but, the, you know, Making Star Wars is a fan site who, I guess, is... Very reliable in, in their information on all things Star Wars related. Uh, and, you know, they were saying, according to them, in honor of the upcoming 40th anniversary of Star Wars, of the release of Star Wars. Hence why we have a celebration this year, which I think it's, we got a celebration this year because they're bouncing it. They're going to be bouncing it back and forth between here and overseas. Because I'm fully expecting a celebration this year. They're, nec- they're, they're going to announce next year's celebration is going to be in Japan. Which I would love to have the money to go. No, no. Especially with the Japanese culture. Oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the rumor was for the upcoming 40th anniversary, Disney was going to release the, the originals uncut um, on Blu-ray. Um, but according to a new report from the Digital Bits... Where people come up with these names. God. Sort of like weeby geeks. No one's going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one pays attention. Oh, wait. That's us. Never mind. Okay. Um, according to Digital Bits, we've essentially confirmed that the Disney's current 4K scan of the film is the most recent revised version, essentially the latest special edition, and not the original theatrical edition. What's more... Disney's director of library restoration and preservation, Theo Theo Gluck, held a special event over at the Ohio State University. He he said they, this article quote says at Ohio State University's Wexner Center. It's the Ohio State University. See, I'm not going to piss off OSU fans except by telling them <laughs> go Buckeye or go Wolverines. <laughs> um. But at the Wexner Center for the Arts last night, and a presentation called Animation Restoration at Walt Disney um, Studios. The presentation was called Animation Restoration at Walt Disney Studios. Uh, Gluck was asked there about Star Wars and reported that the original cut negative for the film currently exists in its SE configuration only. Uh, if this is true, which it's not, because we, we've been told there have been prints found that are in a near mint condition, um, or in a good enough condition where they could be re, they could be duplicate, you know, a, a good clean duplicate could be made without ruining the film. Um, but they, uh, Digital Bits goes on to say that the bits that were trimmed from the original prints have been preserved. So if Disney felt so inclined, they could have the bits, they could have the prints reassembled. But as it stands, it, it seems like those prints don't exist and that it would make pretty much impossible for a Blu-ray release to happen before The Last Jedi hits in December. 
Lucas was so confident the special edition versions of the original trilogy that were released in 97 were were versions he wanted the audience to see. Uh, He altered the prints, which would have been part of the problem. The best anyone who wants to see the original trilogy in its original form can can do is a DVD set released in November 2006, which is what we were talking about. Um, The set included the original unaltered theatrical edition print of each movie on a separate disc from the special edition. Unfortunately, the unaltered versions took video sourced from the 1993 Laserdisc release, which was a much lower in quality compared to the special edition. Well, duh, because that was taken from the original print, which was 2.0. As I did something, and something shook. Anyway, um... And, and of course, the 2.0 quality was much lower compared to special edition, which was in 5.1 surround with THX certification added to it. If you had THX certified gear, that two that 2006 set was the last time the original theatrical editions were released in any home video format. Um, a 40th anniversary panel is set to kick off Star Wars Celebration uh, in some godforsaken place called Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Wait, I live near there too. Never mind. Um, and if they were to announce plans to release the Blu-ray version of the original, uh, Disney would gain a lot of favor with the fans if they were to announce plans to release Blu-ray versions of the unaltered. Uh, but it doesn't seem likely at this point. One of the other issues, too, is possibly getting uh, possibly getting in the way is that Fox still owns the rights to Star Wars New Hope, so they would have to cut some sort of deal to make this happen. Well, no, they just have Fox distribute that one. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Uh, it's wor- and, and Fox still gets their share. It's also worth noting. Uh, it's also worth noting that um, since Disney hasn't come out and said anything official one way or the other, it's possible they could announce some sort of plans to release the movies on Blu-ray. Um, but just don't get your hopes up. For now, you're gonna have to continue to deal with the ridiculous song in Jabba's palace and Han not shooting first. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Han did not Yuck. shoot first. He he's the only one that shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And th- and then attached to this article was this great little headline: J.J. Abrams thinks Mark Hamill will win an Oscar for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I saw that. Wow. I will say, stay tuned to Wookiee Radio this weekend for for that story. <laughs> Um, but to continue on with the Star Wars theme, sorry. Um, a mysterious new Star Wars title appeared, and apparently is trademarked by Disney and Lucasfilm, and it's called uh, Star Wars Rivals. Interesting. Um. CBR.com is where I first saw the story. And I think a few other people saw the story as well. But, I mean, it made the rounds. Um, Max Palace, who, I guess, runs the site Star Wars Post, reported the trademark had been filed under Star Wars Rivals. Uh, And his Twitter goes, Lucasfilm trademarks, quote-unquote, Star Wars Rivals. New animation series? Question mark? Hashtag Star Wars. 
uh, IO9 did their own research and noted that Lucasfilm and Disney filed two trademark applications for Star Wars Rivals on February 23rd, 2017. One application is for education and entertainment services, while the other one covers everything else. So, uh, which everything else is apparatus for recording, transmission, or reproduction of sound or images, audiobooks, audio recordings, audio and visual recordings, video game software, computer programs and software, downloadable electronic publications, downloadable game software, downloadable mobile applications, consumer electronics and accessories, therefore eyeglasses, sunglasses and accessories, therefore binoculars, detective ma- uh, decorative magnets, Graduated rulers, microphones, helmets, flotation vests, protective face masks, not for medical purposes, so it will not keep you alive. Snorkels, swim, swimming goggles, swim masks. As of now, uh, there, that's all that's known about it. Um, could we see more at Star Wars Celebration? Quite possibly. I'm sure it's going to be something that's going to be talked about. Uh, at least in the the rumor, you know, rumblings across the floor, show floor. Um, could Rivals be the name of a new TV series or a video game or something to, to be included in that list? Is it possible, like other Star Wars properties, it could be a video game based on a TV series spun off a movie? <sighs> and breathe. Uh, currently, Disney XD... <laughs> Airs Star Wars Rebels, which is now in its third season. It is possible Rebels could conclude soon, giving way to a new Star Wars title called Rivals. Although no word has been given regarding Rebels ending anytime soon, it's always possible that Star Wars Rivals will be announced at the upcoming Celebration event. See, I just got ahead of myself on that. Now, here's my theory after seeing this. If Rebels is going away... Who's to say it's not going to end up like the Marvel shows end up doing on Disney XD, the animated shows, where you had Ultimate Spider-Man that then became Ultimate Spider-Man, the Web Warriors, Mm. to now Ultimate Spider-Man, Sinister Six, or the Avengers to Avengers, or the Avengers Assemble to... To Avengers assemble um, Ultron attacks or something like that. Who's to say that it's still the same? It's still the same Rebels cast, but something happens, and now it becomes it's no longer Rebels but Rivals. But it's continuing. Very interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that would. <clears throat> I wonder what that would be about. Obviously, Rivals. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Hera versus Sabine, Chopper versus Chopper. <laughs> You know what I would like to see, since, since you know they can't do it live action, I would like to see like a cartoon series uh, that takes place somewhere between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. Well, who, who's to say Star Wars Rivals isn't a bounty hunter or some bounty hunter slash smugglers cartoon? Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, actually, that would be. That would be really cool. I would yeah, love that. Tales of the Smugglers Guild. Which, wasn't that almost an option of, of a show name for Wookiee Radio? I think something like that was, yeah. Uh, it was what, that, Tales from the Outer Rim, Cantina, yeah. Tales from the Cantina, something like that. All right, mm. somewhere, somewhere I still got the text message with all the list ideas. <laughs> but, no, maybe it's a new cartoon. Maybe it's, you know, about the smuggler's guild. Or maybe about 
other well, who knows what it could be about. Should there be a lot of speculation? Oh yeah, there already is. Hopefully, we'll find out find out at celebration. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know what celebration is, oh, before I do this, I need to make sure I can find my drop. But no. Celebration. Well, I, I get it. I get it. The first rule of Robot Fight Club is you don't talk about Robot Fight Club. No, 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 no. They're droids, not robots. And I don't know. Droid, droid Fight Club could be fun. But no, mm-hmm. Celebration is all about... Ah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Ah, one of my favorites. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of our favorites. <laughs> so... Um, I guess we'll continue on with some gaming news. Man, we're picking up on the gaming news here this year. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming out. EA Sports, or Electronic Arts, not sports, um, is coming out with uh, Battlefront 2 yeah. this year. Looking forward to that. Says it's going to be dramatically larger than 2015 Star Wars Battlefront. Good. And include a lot of new characters straight out of the upcoming films. I, f- I figured out what part of my problem was on why I couldn't use my game controller with Battlefront. Oh, really? Because it was not an Xbox controller. Oh, uh, yeah. So I had to find an Xbox controller emulator for my uh-huh. for my gamepad. Or go out and buy an X- a, a Xbox controller that will work. Because I, I guess with them being USB controllers, they'll work with PC with no problem. Since it's the yeah. same family. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Also, uh, Blake Jorgensen, CFO for EA, uh, also said that they're going to be coming out with Bioware. It's coming out with a mystery project, and he hinted that the title will be more sci-fi related. Nice. So I could, uh, we've already got the sci-fi with um, the new Mass Effect coming out. And that, yeah. I could uh, definitely go for more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, they don't have any release dates for either one of these projects yet, but uh, they're saying Battlefront 2 should be launched sometime in fall this, of this year. Yeah, I, around I, Christmas time. I do have some raw audio from, from different EA studios, like from, from Bioware. Here, here's some of that raw footage, or raw audio. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't that remember. sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't remember who's doing the other one. But uh, this is this is from their studio. <laughs> so now I got it. It's the arm of a uh, yay. So, so now I got to ask: with that first one, was it sacrilege to to play the uh, the Star Trek bridge button sound effect for a Star Wars show, Star Wars article? <laughs> Not good. Uh, I'm sure nobody will notice. <laughs> I Mesh, cannot yeah. wait until Mass Effect comes out later this uh, year. Andromeda yeah. is going to be so good. Oh, I'm so excited. It's I got it pre-ordered. Yeah, it's coming out March 21st. Sweet. I have it on pre-order to do that as well. So, um... Uh, good gaming stuff. I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, today was the NHL draft, draft deadline. Uh, of course, it's March 1st as we're recording. <laughs> And uh, it's official for those who are sports nuts. Uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights have officially met all requirements to become a team next year. So Vegas gets their first pro- Vegas gets their first pro team. See how that plays out. 
And before yeah. anyone says, well, they've had minor league baseball, they've had minor league hockey. Okay, I'm I'm saying top tier pro league. And now, does this open up the door for the Oakland Raiders to move in? Quite possibly. <laughs> so, um, we had the Oscars this past weekend. And, of course, right before the Oscars was um, Bill Paxton passed away. Ah, yes. Oh, what a heartbreak that was. Did y'all, yeah. see, what, did y'all see what the Storm Chasers did as a yeah, tribute? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm. They, I guess they got everyone's... With their coordinates between couple uh, between two states and did um, his initials on a yeah, track. That's cool as a tribute. So that was really cool. Uh, best picture went to La La Land. Huh, wait, huh, what? Really? What? Producers tell me that that's wrong. Uh-huh. It's Moonlight. Moonlight takes the uh, takes best picture. That's because the guy from Price Waterhouse supposedly was texting and twittering and whatever else on his phone, and the wrong card got picked up. The backup card for Best Actress got picked up, Jeez. M- making a very botoxed Warren Beatty and a yeah. very lethargic Faye Dunaway absolutely confused on what they were reading. Uh-huh. I swear. Warren Beatty looked like he just got injected with Botox five minutes before going out. I know, right? Math. And, and then and then zapped with electricity. <laughs> so um so since it's been award shows, you know, we did the Weebies back in December. We do ours to wrap up the year. Um a lot of award shows happen after the first of the year for all of last year. Um Rotten Tomatoes is no no different. They've got the Razzies going on. Yeah. And I guess we we can't go with uh, Best Picture, so I guess we'll start with uh, Worst Picture. Oh, I love the Razzies. <laughs> yes. The uh, nominees were Batman, Heart, Superman, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt, Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party, Independence Day Resurgence, and Zoolander 2. <laughs> Now, just for the record, Independence Day Resurgence has a higher Rotten Tomato score than Batman Heart Superman, The Flop of Justice. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a higher, higher rating than all these. And the uh, winner, or I guess I should say loser, uh, goes to Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Oh, I, I, I didn't even hear about that. And either. I don't know if it was art, in the theaters or just come out of Netflix or something. I, yeah, I have co- no idea what it is. Art copies life? <laughs> So, worst right. actor, I guess there was a worst actor. Yes. Somebody else want to take this, or I can read them all? Uh, you guys? Worst actor, Ben Affleck from Batman Heart Superman, Gerard Butler from Gods of Egypt, and London Has Fallen. Well, I got two. <laughs> Henry Cavill from Batman Heart Superman, Robert two. De Niro from Dirty Grandpa. Denise D'Souza as himself in Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party, and Ben Stiller, Zoolander, number two. And the winner slash loser is Denise D'Souza. How bad is it you win for worst actor for portraying yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Ben Affleck was that bad. In- I thought it was good. It was one of the things I actually liked about Batman versus Superman. I didn't like the writing for him, but I thought he, he no, played it well. Uh, yeah, no. I, I I liked the look of the character. I liked how, you know, 
I have been crying for it. Others have been crying for it. Where we see Batman more in the the Dark Knight look, of Miller's Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. But yeah, Affleck and and Gal Gadot is what saved Flop of Justice, and mm-hmm. and actually they didn't really save it. They just made it tolerable and palatable hey. to to watch. Yeah. And that's when we started to hit the the trin the Kingdom Come slash Death of Superman mm-hmm. arc right. of the movie. So, uh, so Derek, why don't you move on to worst actress? <laughs> I like number two. That's I know. Hilarious. I just saw that one. Yeah. Worst actress. Uh, the nominees were Megan Fox for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, which did, I still have not seen yet. Did, did they just? Uh, I saw it. Did they just give up on dyeing her hair for the turtles and just say, "Okay, you're a brunette now"? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, Tyler Perry for Boo on Medea Halloween. <laughs> that, what? <laughs> that's a good one. Julia Roberts for Mother's Day, Naomi Watts for Divergent Series, Allegiant, and Shut-In, and Shailene Woody for the Divergent Series, Allegiant. And the winner was Becky Turner, number 66833, as Hillary Clinton in Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Boy, they did not like that movie. I don't even know what the hell this thing is. Not either. Now I'm afraid to go watch it just so I can know. Because I'm, right. afra- I'm afraid, but I'm afraid because then it could be like Batman Heart Superman and three hours of lost forever. <laughs> yeah, it could very yeah. well be. So, um, I guess, Brett, you're back up with worst supporting actress. Uh, we've got some doozies here. We've got uh, Julianne Hoff from uh, Dirty Grandpa, Kate Hudson from Mother's Day, Aubrey Piazza from or Plaza from Dirty Grandpa, Jane Seymour from Fifty Shades of Black, Celia Ward, Jane Independence Seymour Day Resurgence, that? and yeah, I guess so. And Kristen Wiig, Zoolander Number Two. Uh, wow, and, first category with no one from Hillary Clinton story. I know, right? right? <laughs> and the uh, winner slash loser is uh, Kristen Wiig from Zoolander Number Two. Oh, worst supporting actor, uh, Nicholas Cage, Snowden. No way, he was jo- Johnny Depp. Alice through the Looking Glass. I did not see you either. Mad Hatter, aka Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell, Zoolander Number Two. Jared Leto, Suicide Squad, Owen Wilson, Zoolander number two, and your winner, Jesse Eisenberg, Batman Heart Superman, The Flop of Justice. Yes. And, so the, and the picture they chose <laughs> looks so much like a mugshot. <laughs> I know, right? That was a tough one for me between Eisenberg and Jared Leto, but yeah, I, I was def- thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I would definitely go with uh, with uh, that one with them on that one. Yeah, but I think but the, Eisenberg was. Uh. But before the before the Razzies, isn't Nicolas Cage almost like the SEC? You don't bet against them, <laughs> but still somehow lose. Yeah. So right. uh, that'd be you My- next, Derek. All right, here's another favorite one. Worst screen combo. <laughs> Look, any two Egyptian gods or mortals in Gods of Egypt? <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp in his vomitously vibrant costume and Alice through the looking glass. 
like Tyler Perry in the same old worn out wig and boo a Medea Halloween. The the entire cast of once respected actors and collateral <laughs> beauty. That's awesome. Which which has got the lowest Rotten Tomato rating in this, but is not the winner. I I don't even know what that is. Uh, oh wait, I do. Yeah, I know what that is. Uh, ben Stiller and his BFF, barely funny friend Owen Wilson in Zoolander Two. Ouch! And, and the winner is Ben Affleck and his BFF, baddest foe forever, Henry Cavill in Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> oh. Wow! Yeah, that was a great. That was a great category. I definitely agree with that one. Yeah, I guess that's me. Uh, worst director. We have Roland Emmerich for Independence Day Resurgence. Tyler Perry, Boo and Medea Halloween. Alex Perez, Gods of Egypt. <laughs> Zack Snyder, Batman Heart Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> ben Stiller, Zoolander 2. And our winner, we have Hillary coming out again. Dinesh D'Souza and Bruce Schooley for Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Wow, they did not like that. No, they did not. Four percent. Yeah. Now, how, how sad is it? The guy who wins best actor also, or worst actor, also wins worst director. <laughs> that is a feat. That is an accomplishment. That means you're a two-time loser. <laughs> worst prequel, remake, rip-off, or sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Alice through the Looking Glass. Fifty Shades of Black. Which is, is that a different movie? Because I thought it was the sequel was Fifty Shades Darker. Is this some kind of spoof or something? This this is from the same group that does uh, that does Scary Movie and not. Uh, okay, uh, oh, yeah, I yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, oh, the one with the, the superhero or geek thing. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Independence Day Resurgence, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, Zoolander 2, and your winner is, and, and the last nominee, which is your winner, Batman Heart Superman, The Flop of Justice. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue this one. And you gonna argue? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do the, I'll, I'll do this one for you, Derek. War Screenplay, Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt. Independence Day, Suicide Squad, Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Surprise, that's not the winner, but the final nominee, which is the winner, Batman Heart Superman, The Dawn of Justice. Really? They've been bashing Hillary, Hillary's America, all this whole thing, and Batman Heart Superman gets Dawn of, gets worse screenplay? I would hope there was only points separating the vote, the, the actual voting on all this. I don't know what they based it on. I don't know either because I mean you got at least Batman Heart Superman had a had a actually thread to keep it going and, and a true true ending as opposed to Suicide Squad. Hey, they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't figure out how to end that to save their life. But yet, Hillary's America, which got a two-time loser and a few others, walks away clean with without worse screenplay, and yet has a four percent Rotten Tomato rating. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but the the Razzie Redeemer Award was Mel Gibson. 
because of Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I heard Hacksaw Ridge was very good. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah, I really liked it. I, I really, really liked it. So I'll check that out. Uh, so we got anything else? Or is that pretty much it? Uh, I think that's it. Any final thoughts? Jules? Uh, I just wanted to... <laughs> I know we had brought it up on the uh, show a few a few shows ago with the Hoopla app, and I've been browsing through it. They've got a ton of they've got audiobooks, they've got tons of graphic novels on there. Not just the um, Rebirth ones that we were talking about, but they've got older ones as well. And uh, they've got a ton of stuff on here for, that you can check out uh, for free oh, and cool. uh, you read it on your tablet or whatever. You've got the app installed on. Nice. They even have movies and other things like that as well. Cool. Music, awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to say for those of you who are getting into podcasting because of shows like us, um, I went and checked out the the PodFest convention that was here in Orlando. I went last Thursday. For us as pop geek culture fanatics or, or just geeks and what we usually experience as a convention, you know, like San Diego Comic-Con, Celebration, the Star Trek conventions, horror stuff like Spooky Empire, uh, shows like Motor City Motorcon or Boston Comic Con, um, Wizard Worlds, Megacon, whatever. This was a totally different beast. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Really? Not what I was expecting. But uh talked to one vendor, which I'm going to leave nameless on the show for the moment, and uh, there might be some good things coming from them. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, some, some good yeah, stuff coming. Cool. I mean, we're still going to be, you know, our, our, our deal with, with CAD is still strong, and, you know, and CAD's been awesome. But uh, there, there might be some stuff coming. We'll have to see. We like stuff. Yes. Yeah, I mean, well... Just talking to them for for podcasting in general. Uh, there, there's some development and, and some other things happening that that will really be uh, really nice to to see make its way to the market. Cool. So, um, okay, I'll pose a question before we go. Best your your favorite Bill Paxton moment? Oh, so many. Uh, I like the. Uh, I think one of my favorites was that. Uh, him as Chet and Weird Science. I was I was going to go there. That was awesome. I was going to go there. That one was that was definitely one of my favorite ones. I know it probably won't be a big uh, a popular one, but my wife one of her favorite movies is uh, Twister. So I've seen that movie like twenty times. I keep hearing like every every it's woman so I talk to they they every time we talk to a woman that's her favorite Bill Paxton movies Twister. I'm like really yeah. Um, we yeah. We watched, um, for my, my other podcast, Keepers of the Fringe, we watched uh, a Bill Paxton movie for our latest episode uh, called Brain Dead. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. Uh-uh. It's, it was something. It stars Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. And oh, I always get those two confused. <laughs> I know. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a game you can play... <laughs> It's called Paxton and a Pullman, where you just <laughs> name a movie and try to figure out which one was in it. But anyway, nice. yeah. So it was it was a that was a an old eighties movie that was something. Bill Paxton was a slimy kind of jerk in that movie. See, one one of my favorites of his was uh, the used car salesman in True Lies. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he really when you think he's one of those like underrated actors because he's really. Mm-hmm. 
when you think about his roles, he's really had a lot of really good roles. Yeah, it's like in everything. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't realize he was in Terminator. Yeah. I liked him in uh, Agents of Shield too. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was good as well. Aliens, See, he was good in. To, he, he was in stripes. Yeah, somebody was saying that he what? was. He was in stripes. He was a soldier yeah. in stripes. Yeah. He did a lot of. They said that he's the only person that's been killed by a Terminator. A predator, a predator, and, and an alien. And an alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a there was a drawing going around on Facebook of a predator, an alien, and a Terminator standing in front of his grave, pouring out a beer. <laughs> I saw that. That was great. Uh, it was yeah. a uh, Patton Oswalt commission. Oh yeah. He. Do you guys remember when we had Malcolm Denier on the show from mm-hmm. Christine, and we were talking about? Uh, oh yes, yes, yeah. yep. I do remember. Um, that, yeah. I can't remember the name of the movie now. Uh, he starred with Bill Paxton when he was credited as Wild Bill Paxton in Lords of Discipline. <laughs> uh, see other movies. Um, he was the radio operator in Pat Benatar's video Shadows of the Night. Now I'm going to have to go back really? and watch. I'm going to have to go back and watch. I did not know that. Uh, Weird, of course. Weird Science. We talked about with Chet. He was in Commando. Yes. Ah, Commando. I love he was, that movie. He was in a TV miniseries um, called Fresno. Huh. Um, Big Love was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next of Kin he was in. I mean, there's some others I bypassed, but I mean, Next of Kin, we're, we're still talking 89. I mean, then Braid, Brain Dead in 90. Yeah. He was in with um, Martin Short. Or not Martin Short. Charlie Sheen. Martin Short. <laughs> I can uh, see where you get those two confused. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Uh, uh, Martin Short doesn't have the tiger blood, though. Dennis, yeah. ha- Dennis Haysbert of Allstate. Oh, wow. You're in good hands with Allstate. Um, who else was in this movie? Uh, God, I know there were other big names in it, but Charlie Sheen, um, Dennis Haysbert. Uh, of course, the movie is Navy Seals. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boxing Helena. He played, oh, I remember this. Billy, Billy DeLuca in Tales from the Crypt, the TV series. Oh, wow. I remember that episode. People Who Live in Brass Hearses <laughs> is the name of the episode. Uh, he was in Tombstone, Future yeah. Shock. He was Simon in True Lies, uh-huh. the used car salesman. Uh-huh. Uh, Apollo 13. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Frank and Jesse. Talking about the James Brothers, Twister, uh, Titanic, uh, U571. He was in Vertical Limit. He was in Spy Kids 2, Island of the Lost Dreams, and Spy Kids 3D Game Over as Dinky Winks. (laughs) Uh, He was in Club Dread. Uh-huh. Which is from the group that did uh, Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Beer Pong? Beer Fest? Beer, was it Beer Fest? I don't remember. It's that, it's that same group. Uh, oh, Oktoberfest? No, it's, um, I want to say it's Beer Fest, where it's this group of guys, they go, they're in Europe and they, they become a, the U.S. drinking team. Yeah. Um, of course, we can't forget him as Jeff Tracy in The Thunderbirds. Uh, Hat, the Hatfield and McCoys. That was such a great show on, uh, what was that, History Channel that was on? Mm-hmm. I heard that was good. I never saw it, though. 
uh, as someone mentioned earlier, Agent John Garrett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Edge of Tomorrow as Master Sergeant Farrell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he was the voice of Khan in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh, no kidding. The, uh, Exo Zombies. Uh, he was in the, in the miniseries Texas Rising hmm. as Sam Houston. I could see that. Um, he was in the Training Day TV series. Oh, wow. And then I guess his final feature is going to be called The Circle, which is in hmm. post-production. Amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be missed. Yeah, definitely. So... Um, I guess I'll put it out there one more time. Any final thoughts? Uh, not just uh, condolences to the family of yeah. Bill Paxton, and uh, oh. I liked. Um, I follow most of the Agents of Shield people on uh, uh, Instagram, and they all had pictures with them, and we're talking yeah. about them. So that was cool. oh yeah, I yeah. saw some of those. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if that's going to wrap it up, there's only one thing left to say. Game over, man. Game over. (laughs) Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.